iconic race director, Kerry Pinkowski. You know, when I reflect back, I mean, this was a, a, a real celebration year for me. Uh, this is, it doesn't seem like 30 years. I, 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 I live a charmed life uh, to work on an event like, uh, like the Chicago Marathon and to work with uh, organizations and sponsors that, that are so generous with us and the community that's so, that's so generous uh, to the event. Um, and, you know, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for individuals like Fred LeBeau at the New York Roadrunners, who I met many, many years ago, and sharing his insight, and Guy Morris from the Boston Marathon. I mean, there's so many people that, uh, over the years, that um, just really uh, had time for me. And I think that's, for me, at this point in my career, is that I, you know, I, I do make time for, for the uh, the events that are developing, or the people that that uh, that may ask me for some for some insight or some perspective, because there were so many people that were generous to me along the way. Is um, you got to share that, and I think that's that's the you know that's the, the consistency of the of our world marathon majors is the fact that we we are about uh, promoting the, the the sport and the activity of running, and it has it's you know it's so valuable to. Uh, it's been so valuable to so many individuals and, and the youth piece and the charity piece. And that's the intrinsic, that's the intrinsic um, beauty of it. You know, that you have to you really get to, you get to live through that emotional piece of it. Hi everyone. And welcome to the 28th edition of the running anthropologist podcast. I'm your host, Mark Lane Holbert. Today we have a series starting on race directors and among the most famous, Kerry Pinkowski, who has been with the Chicago Marathon for 30 years and started the World Marathon Major Series. We also hear from another race director who's completing halfway through the World Marathon Majors. She's been doing race directing and working with the Marine Corps Marathon, which we've also been connected to on the program. So between these two, I hope you get an awesome perspective on what goes into planning a marathon, a big event and how you can contribute and how they got involved. I look forward to it and let's get started. So welcome to the program, Carrie Pinkowski, who is the executive uh, race director for the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, and he's been at it for quite a long time, and we're super grateful to uh, to have some of your insight and to get your experience on the program. Well, Mark, uh, thank you very much for having me on. I look forward to it. Um, so as I said, it's been a while, but I, if you don't mind, I'd like to take a trip down memory lane and maybe you could tell us how you got started running and, and organizing races. Oh, sure. Well, uh, where I'm at now, it's, it's, uh, it's a career that's, uh, spanned over 30 years. So, uh, you know, I grew up in Northwest Indiana, which isn't far from here. Um, as the crow flies from downtown Chicago, where I am right now, uh, in, in the uh, in the heart of the loop area of, of the city, and you know, I, I was a traditional sports guy. I grew up playing, you know, baseball and basketball and football and all the traditional uh, sports that kids do um, at that point in, in your life. And uh, I was just discovered uh, running in high school as kind of a, a, a way to get uh, fit and uh, connected with. Uh, uh, my English teacher, who was uh, at the time the cross-country and track coach, and kind of convinced me to come and run with uh, some of their guys, which I did. Uh, still wasn't sold on it, but um, found that I really, I really enjoyed uh, the activity. And I, uh, so I started uh, running with the cross-country guys and kind of got hooked on it and, and then went out for the cross-country team and, and track and uh you know, had a had, had success at it, and and went on and ran in college. And I think my first exposure to to, to events was when I was in college uh, in Philadelphia, Villanova, where um, you know a lot of my teammates were from New York City or Long Island or you know from that part of the the country. And somebody came up with the ideas. We're sitting around at dinner on Saturday night to go up and watch the New York City Marathon on uh, on Sunday morning. So. 
got got on the train from Philadelphia and went up and and uh, this is in the you know the uh, early 80s and uh, got to see the New York City Marathon for the first time which was which was fascinating and and uh, um, had run and started running in a couple of road races and stuff like that so I, I had a, an early exposure to, to to athletics and to running and then seeing the New York City Marathon and then over the years that I was in in college I'd gone to to New York to run in a couple of, you know, during a break, during our break in college, I would stay, stay in Philadelphia, run in a couple of, uh, New York roadrunner events and, uh, road races and kind of saw that piece of it. And, uh, it was keenly interesting to me and, um, it always kind of helped out or been a, been a, uh, a real casual observer of, of, of events and running events. And at the time, the guys that proceeded, you know, that were uh, really prevalent at the time were, you know, Bill Rogers in the late 70s and, sure. and, and then Alberto Salazar and those guys who, who kind of uh, had great success with with the marathon. So, um, you know, I had a chance to connect with, uh, you know, where I grew up, I, I had a chance to connect with, the, with uh, over the years, with the, the group that was producing the Chicago Marathon and made some connections with them and, and uh uh, we had a couple of meetings and talked and, you know, I had some ideas about doing some things and, and I, and I, um, I started helping out with the Chicago marathon and some of the ideas that I had really, uh, developed and, you know, they, so why don't you come to work for us as, uh, as a consultant and do some things with us. And, and, uh, I was still kind of running, I was still running quite a bit and, um, you know, just, it, it all of a sudden became my passion. And once I, once I started working on it, I mean, obviously seeing the New York marathon and obviously in the springtime, I'd gone up to the to Boston to watch the Boston marathon. I just felt that, um, a marathon in Chicago, um, it could, could, you could equal what was done in New York or equal what was done in Boston. I think I thought that, uh, this community and, um, the city, uh, could host, uh, one of the great, running events in the world and so it's been it's been a long journey and i've had some some uh uh some interesting twists and turns over the years but um we were able to stick course yeah that has certainly come to pass i mean uh obviously one of the biggest uh marathons in the world uh and part of the world marathon major series which i want to ask you more about um but Ah. yeah i just wanted i kind of wanted to know you know, how you got started in Chicago, because that's your hometown and that's the marathon. You've done everything at the Chicago Marathon. I know from, you know, helping people with last minute bibs to, you know, now giving, I've heard you speak several times, um, doing the big speeches and the the press stuff and uh, getting people motivated and excited about supporting the marathon. Um, how, How have you seen it it change over the years. I, I'm curious to kind of hear how it's changed because I I only ran it in the early O's, you know, and to the mid O's, yeah. and uh, I haven't seen all those changes. Well, well, Mark, you know, you have lived here in Chicago. You know what what a what a, an amazing community uh, this is, Chicago, and what uh, at the baseline of this community is uh, it's a sports town, you know, and uh, we've got some iconic franchises here. There's been some amazing athletes. I mean, obviously, Michael Jordan and, and, and Walter Payton and the Cubs and the White Sox and the, and the Bears and the Blackhawks and the Bulls. And, you know, it's some great universities that have been, you know, with basketball programs, Northwestern and DePaul. And so there's a real appetite for sports here. And um, so there's, there's, and there's a real appetite for community here. This, you know, this is the, really the, the mecca of the, of the Midwest, you know, and, uh, uh, for me, I thought that, uh, that this would be a great platform in which to, 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 to create an event. And, 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 uh, I think the key to that is the fact that this, this is my 30th year that I've done that and the, and the city and the event have really grown together mm. and as a partner. And, uh, I'm very fortunate to be part of that when, when, when I started with this, in in the in, in 1990, I think we had 4,000 participants. Hmm. Um, wow! And that was I think I was counting the police officers that were. <laughs> uh, I think we counted everybody. I think I was counted in that too. So, um, but it really it really has been um, 
you know, it's a great, it's become a great running city. Chicago has become a great running city. And, and 30 years ago, I think people looked at running as almost an extreme sport. It was kind of a, a crazy scenario. This was more of a, uh, of a spectator uh, city were kind of thought of as more of these long, dark, cold winters and, you know, the, the, the Bears fans sitting in Soldier Field in the, in the snow and sleet. And it really has, and, and the city's done an amazing job with the lakefront and the parks and the places to run uh, some of the organizations that are, that are here. Uh, uh, obviously, our charity partners have done a great job with introducing the activity. So it, it's all, you know, I didn't do this alone. Um, it's just that we had a lot of people that, that, uh, that connected and had the same goal or vision. And, you know, the result was um, this past October, we had uh, 45,932 finishers in the marathon. Amazing. They came from all these states in 117 countries, and Bridget Kotsky broke the world record so, uh, for the women. So it was, it was a great day. But, um, that was exciting. Just, exciting to yeah, watch. I mean, uh, for me, you know, it's, 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 it was, the pieces were there. All the pieces were there. It was just connecting those pieces. And sometimes that takes time and, and you have to be patient. And I think if that's, uh, one of the elements that I've had over the years, it's just being patient and, and, and looking at things in five year incre- increments or how the things that we do today, how that affect the event two or three years from now. So, huh. Yeah, you, you touched on why, um, you know, the marathon has been important for Chicago and for sports culture, uh, especially in Chicago, running culture. Um, what do you think that the marathon as an event um, has brought to the city, like showcasing it or, you know, making it uh, into a little bit different view of what Chicago is? Well, I mean, Chicago is, is a city of diversity. Um, the fabric of, of the city here is the ethnicity of, of the community and how that all fits together. The fabric of, of what, this, uh, what, the, what the city is about. And what better way to, to discover that than, than to run through some of these wonderfully diverse neighborhoods to get the, the sights and scenes of the architecture and the energy of the city uh, hmm. than to test yourself. And I think there's a real, uh, uh, you know, uh, organic piece to that. And I also think there's a real uh, intrinsic piece to that where people are uh, in the city are, are so excited to have some of the, on the front end, some of the greatest athletes in the world. We have, you know, Olympic champions and uh, athletes that are attempting to break a uh, world record like we had last year coming through, coming in front of their doorstep or through their neighborhood. I mean, I think that it, what better way to invite or to welcome someone. And I think that's what the, the baseline of all that is, is it's just people are excited to have these people when they, when they find out that there's people going to be running down the street that are from all 50 States or if they're in their neighborhood and they can walk a couple of blocks to go over and cheer them on. I mean, that's, I think that's what we've accomplished is this is, this is really a, a traditional Sunday in Chicago. People come down to watch the marathon and, and sometimes they see historic things or, they may want to see someone that they work with or a loved one or a significant other or someone, you know, someone that they're connected with in some way. Sure. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I I couldn't agree more. I, and particularly, I, you know, although I lived in Chicago, there were parts of the city that I hadn't seen before I ran the marathon, um, you know, spending a lot of time on the lakefront or the, you know, the, those running places and just having the opportunity to, to see those and go through the neighborhoods is is really incredible. A world world class city and a world class marathon um, uh, go together. Um, yeah. And speaking of, it brings just you know to get back to your question. Yeah. It, it brings you know it brings it brings visitors. It brings uh, it brings emotion. Um, it also brings it's an economic driver when you have uh, people that are staying in hotels or they're traveling to the city and they're and they're. Uh, you know, they're participating, but they also have, you know, their family with them or a significant other and then they're, they're shopping or they're going to the museum or they really, really get a, a, a really, uh, wonderful exposure to, to the, to the city and the community. Yeah. Some good, good running tourism, which is, uh, something that I know is growing and people going and seeing other destinations just by virtue of doing a race there. Um, so that's, that's great for Chicago too. I, I wanted to swing back around to the world marathon majors 
And um, I, I know that's a big deal for a lot of people who are trying to accomplish that. And um, it's, it's sure. grown in popularity recently. Um, could, could you maybe share with us a little bit about, I, I know you had a big part in, in starting that and, um, and keeping it going. I, I'd love to hear more about how it started and, and what's going on with it now. Well, you know, it, 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 it was, I mean, it was really kind of born out of, uh, I don't want to, I wouldn't, I don't want to say necessity, but I think, um, you know, initially the, the five events that formed the world marathon majors, I, I think we, we were, and still are extremely competitive. Um, but I think what we realized, um, and we had, we, we had a great deal of professional courtesy and, um, but I think what we, the, the original five of, of the majors, I think what we realized is that we were, uh, we were in a tremendous growth phase, um, and that the challenges that we had in Chicago were the same challenges that they had in New York or Berlin um, or London or Boston. So, I mean, um, what we found ourselves doing is we would land, we would land at an event and uh, we would connect and say hello, and then we would kind of go our separate ways. But as, as time went on, we found ourselves more spending time with each other and talking. And, and uh, as, as, as those relationships got stronger, we realized that we had, the, you know, as I said, the same challenges. So there started to, starting to be an interaction and, and really from the operational side and, and sharing of best practices where, mm. hey, this is what we're doing in New York or this is what we're doing in Chicago or how, how are you guys staging this? I mean, it was really, it was really um, you know, born out of trying to, uh, from learnings that we had in, dis, in, in, in um, our events and sharing those learnings and, and making the runner experience better. You yeah. know, we said, hey, hey guys, we, we, this is what we did in Chicago. It worked really well for us. So we've got some, something coming up in Chicago. And why don't, why, don't you, uh, why don't you guys come out and check it out, whether it was New York or Boston or London, uh, Berlin. So it, it was really about uh, trying to get a little bit better. And we all, we individually and collectively felt if we all got better, um, and more people were running, it would also be good for the, for the industry in general. So, um, you know, a lot of times we would, uh, we all have race management programs or race director programs where we invite other, uh, race organizers to come and, and, uh, uh observe how we do things. Um, so it, it really was, um, you know, uh, a, a way to kind of, when we, when we started putting our heads together, we realized we had the same challenges and, um, just, finding a solution through our experiences. And I think it's, it's, it's really helped not only the, the majors, but also the industry in general. And, and I mean, things that were born out of that, you know, ti- the timing systems and uh, mm. think this is as important as our emergency medical response or how we stage the start or, or the communications piece or uh, whether it's, uh, you know, hardware or whatever, or techniques or trends that we see that we've seen in other events that kind of gives, the other event ahead, head, heads up. So, and then once we started working together, we, we decided to formalize the relationship and it was, um, you know, the five of us originally and then, and then Tokyo joined, but it's, um, it's been an amazing partnership. And I, and I think, uh, what really the, what the bet, what the most rewarding piece for me is that sharing of best practices. And now you'll see our medical director will, will, um, We'll go to uh, New York and interact with the medical director in New York, or we'll have the medical directors from um, Boston or, or, or London or Berlin will come. Um, our operations will also, city agencies also um, now share best practices. Chicago Police Department may, uh, uh, will interact with the New York uh, PD on how we're doing things or crowd control. And obviously, you know, security is the big element that, that uh, has become so prevalent in the last, you know, 10 years um, sure. and really, you know, how are you, how are we doing this? How are we addressing it? What, what's working? So um, if there's a new wrinkle or a practice or, or a policy that, that works for us, you know, we want to share that information with, uh, with the industry so that they can, they can have the same, they can have the same access. So um, that's really where it's, where, where it's, where it's based and where it was born and what we, what we really celebrate. I mean, there's a lot of other things that have been born out of it, but, um, you know, the baseline is trying to improve the sport and trying to get things uh, a little bit better for our participants, getting more people involved in running and the activity. 
Yeah, that's really interesting to hear things from your perspective. I, I think a lot of runners may not realize the the benefit for them in you know in that coordination and how how much better races have become, both in terms of allowing more people to run, but also making that a better experience for those who are there. Um, whereas you know the average runner says, "I want to do the marathon majors," as uh, you know almost another medal and accomplishment. But that um, that coordination in and of itself is a, is a really big accomplishment for for all runners, as as sure. you pointed out. Um, that, now this is just rumor and hearsay. But are, are there more are there more marathons that will be joining the the majors group anytime soon? Well, um, you know, I, we, as, as I mentioned earlier, we we started with five, and then we added Tokyo. Uh, it's it's something that um, I think events they aspire to be part of the majors. I mean that that uh, that title uh, is is kind of uh, it's coveted. Given to, it's coveted. <laughs> yeah, it's given yeah. to us. I mean, you know, there's a lot of events to say I would love to be a world marathon major, and, and what we what we have done in the past few years is really uh, created. It's there there is an application process, and you can apply. You know, people can apply. We thought we should bring some formality to it, and it's. It's looking at the what all six events accomplish, and, and and these are the these are the benchmarks you have to be at. So it's uh, it, it's it's something that we're constantly looking at. I mean, if we you know if we can um, if we can expand. I mean, we started with five, and then and then with Tokyo six. So that, I mean, it's something you'll you'll read you'll read about an event somewhere, and they aspire to be a world marathon major. So I think that's a, that's a good thing. I think that people they want to get better, and they and you know it's it, it, it's wonderful that that events compare themselves, uh, to the, uh, to the majors. I think that's, uh, that's a very nice compliment. So yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're constantly looking, I mean, um, I mean, if you think about where we are now with, with three in North America and, and, um, London, Berlin and, and, and Tokyo, um, there's some other places around the world that have, uh, amazing growth and running. And, and so we're, we're constantly looking at that's, you know, that's from, but do they meet the benchmarks? Benchmarks are they going to deliver the same experience? So that's the balance that we mm. try try to try to find. Yeah, conceivably, um, you know, for those individuals who are hoping to accomplish all the world marathon majors, if you kept it down below fifty or so, I think that's still doable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's it's. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the criteria, it's it's pretty daunting. I bet. You know, yeah. it, starts, it starts with hotels and television broadcast and prize money and and uh uh there's a lot of assets that have to be part of the of the the operational sphere of of a major so yeah they get halfway down the list they go oh wow okay or a quarter way i'm curious to know what is the smallest uh and the largest running field uh across the majors uh number of runners each year why well new york obviously uh i think it's you've got me there. I'm going to say, I think they hit a new uh, number of record participants. Uh, I think we're at 51,000 or maybe 52,000 this year. We're at um, 45,900, I think. So New York on the on the high end, and I think Boston is around 28,000. So I'm, I'm and I'm guesstimating a little bit. So New York on the on 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 the high end, and and. Uh, uh, Boston was would be twenty eight thousand or so with with their event, and then uh, Chicago's second, and uh, I want to say Berlin, and then London or Ber- London and Berlin. Uh, that's incredible to coordinate that many runners in in a single day finishing a marathon. Um, somehow you do it, and obviously you're doing it well because people come back with great experiences. Um, I, the other question that I, I sort of wanted to throw out to you is, uh, it, it's almost clear that, you know, traveling through the world marathon majors presents a lot of different cultures, a lot of different geography and a lot of different experiences. And I, I know that you've been involved in all of them. Um, you know, would, would you care to comment about, um, what people who are running the majors uh, get from that? Um, if they've completed all of them, um, what sort of uh, experience they have? Well, I think for a participant, um, when you come to a, a world Mar- Abbott World Marathon major, whether it's Chicago or New York or London or Berlin or Tokyo, I mean, there's a it, it's 
they're in marquee cities that that uh, and and there's a great deal of energy around it. I mean, there's it's 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 a high profile event, and there's a, a lot of moving pieces to it, and it's it's exciting. And um, you know, from our our merchandise programs, which are really popular. I mean, the six star finishers. Uh, you know, people aspire to get the the six star finisher medal. Um, but I think when you tap into that, it's it's that culture. Uh, that is is what connects everybody. It, it, it creates an amazing community, and I, I think unlike other sports, with the numbers that we have, I mean, you, you would find that in in in, uh, in the triathlon uh, experience and the Ironman experience, nowhere near the numbers that hmm. that we're at. But um, it, it, I think what what brings everybody together is that it, it, it creates this this common this common thread and, and there's nothing uh, casual about it or impromptu about it. And, and all of our participants in any of the six Abbott world marathon majors have committed a lot. They've committed a lot emotionally. They've committed a lot of time and a lot of hard work in the training. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing easy about it. And there's, there's a journey that culminates in participating in these, in these uh, events. And I think that's what really connects everybody. And, when you drill down on the six events, what what people are experiencing is a uniquely, I mean, obviously the branding and the exposure and the, and all the side of it. I mean, it, it, to say that it's not big business, it is big business. But I think our number one asset is that you 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 go to these communities. You're you're surrounded by people that are that are experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing. But you have just a unique and wonderful exposure to the local, it's a block by block, mile by mile tour of these dynamic cities in a way that you may not ever be able to experience it. And you mm. get to see that, that, that part of it and that, that, that side of the city, um, in a way that I don't think other people can. And it's, it's very, it becomes very, very local. And, um, there's a, a marvelous journalist here in Chicago. And, uh, her name is Carol Marine and she's, uh, She's worked on our broadcast, and she's she's uh, worked for the Sun Times and the Tribune. Here, she's an amazing writer and journalist, and and uh, uh, reporter, television producer, and she's run it a few times. And she she's grown up in Chicago. She she said to me one time that you know she's been down LaSalle Street a thousand. She doesn't know how many times, a thousand times, ten thousand times in the last thirty years, and, and been to this place and that place. And she says it's when you run the marathon. Everything changes. You discover things that you you don't traditionally see, and you notice things mm. that you don't. There's an energy. It's it's the best. It's the best day of the year for the city. It 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 it, it, it slows down, and it becomes very basic and genuine. And I think that's what attracts um, all of our participants. Now, the journey of the six events and how we created that, but there's. There's such a, uh, an inherent celebration of humanity that it, that really that connects everybody to the event that it's hard to replicate that. And everything that I've done in the last 30 years, I mean, and what we do, I mean, we have, it is it is to reiterate why it's big business, and there's a lot of moving parts, and there's there's some exciting things about it. But the thing that hasn't changed is one foot in front of the other. Um, it's about training and sacrifice and di discipline, and really, it's something in a in a day and age that where you can control the result and control the destiny. And and, and, and so many people discover things about themselves or discover things about their friends or their family on that journey. That you know, mm. you want to make sure that you don't tamper with that too much. That you don't that that that, that stays. And I think the one thing that our organization has done in our partnerships and our sponsorship is we, we, we really recognize the genuineness of, of that experience and that expression. Yeah, there's no faking that uh, if you run a marathon, you, you start at the beginning and you finish at the end. It's uh, a little over 26 miles, and um, that's... that's uh, difficult or or a little easier if you train hard but either way it's a, it's a huge accomplishment and uh it's quite an experience for all those that run and and for those who are supporting them so i i think you're right there's something that can't be um that that, that can it can't help but be genuine um it, it, and the other question i guess connected to that uh, Abbott. So I, 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 everyone knows Bank of America, but what is Abbott as a sponsor? 
Well, they've been they've been a, a marvelous uh, partner, and 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 timing is um, is so important. And uh, they're a, a Chicago-based company, Deerfield, which is just north of the city. Actually, uh, started in Chicago. Uh, the company was started on the north side of Chicago. Um, uh, Dr. Abbott started the, the company, and and it, it, it's it's gone through some transformations, but it's it's a really uh, dynamic dynamic company, uh, a global company again based here. But what we saw was that their goals and the direction they were going for the next ten years was celebrating healthy and active lifestyle, uh, celebrating you know good health, making the decisions, uh, and where their goal was going to be, and and what their business is is based based in that in that philosophy in that in that direction so it was just a perfect fit with us where they wanted to to message peace people or they wanted to talk about their products and their services but it, it, it just fits so well with with our demographic and where where we were as events so it was one of those partnerships when, when we sat and talked we were like wow we just connected on so many things and and they've been a, they've been a, an amazing um, partner. Obviously, the the partner of the series, and and they're they're a sponsor here in Chicago, which is which is wonderful. They're based here in Chicago. Um, Chris Miller, who is the uh, who drives that that portion of of Abbott's Abbott's business, has been uh, he's been an amazing partner. I think we've accomplished a lot of things. I think it's I think it's moved our um, uh, what we do. Uh, way ahead with the leverage of what they do and, 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 you know, where they are, it's, it's just been, it's just been an amazing, amazing partnership. So, um, people you know, for us, so, for sorry. us, we're, we're in the, and the fact that they're here in Chicago, I like to brag about them too. So, um, <laughs> it's really well. Yeah. People don't realize the importance of, from my experience, just organizing local races, how important the sponsorship is. Otherwise the, you know, the race entry prices and all the logistics would be much harder and much more expensive. Um, so definitely grateful to have to have someone who's willing to put their name on the World Marathon majors for sure and, and the Chicago Marathon. So I, I'm sure they're doing lots of good things. Uh, speaking of contributing, um, I, my last question for you was what you would recommend. Uh, I know you started out just helping out at the Chicago Marathon many years ago after college. Um, what would you recommend to others who are looking to get involved or help out um, in their local races or in Chicago, um, you know, who just want to contribute somehow to, to the running experience and the running community? Oh, I think, you know, there's, there's um, a lot of opportunities. I think that's the, the uniqueness of our events is, um, I mean, we have, we have an office here that, our, our, our team is about 32 people and they have different responsibilities and obviously we have contractors and uh, people that play a role in, in what, what we do and as, as we you know move towards event day but um, like here in Chicago or in, in, in Boston or New York the events the platform the platform of the marathon has allowed so many other people to to participate I mean if you think about our charity program, uh, last year we had 160, 160 charities that raised um, almost twenty four million dollars for their wow. for their association. So there's there's a piece of that 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 drives that that aspect of it. So there's there's a whole group that that manage those charity relations and and that use the marathon as a as a fundraising vehicle and do some great work. So there's the, uh, there's a philanthropic side of it. Um, you know, for 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 someone that's thinking about getting into sports marketing or marketing or event management, I mean, if you think about all the things that we do, well, there's hospitality that is part of this. There's there's operations. There's government uh, relations pieces of it. We have a, a, a part of our group that works on media relations. We hmm. we produce we produce a, the television broadcast here with NBC in Chicago. We produce a radio show. So there's a communications piece. So it's just a great. We have a, a group of uh, young men and women that, that come to the marathon that are interns because it, 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 it work on different pieces of the event, and it really helps them decide where they where they want to go. I mean, they they may be intrigued or are connected with the charity part of it, so it's a great access point for for young men and young women to uh, to, 
to kind of be exposed to the philanthropic side of it, but there's the marketing side. Then we have the, you know, corporations. We have some high-profile corporations that are partners of ours. Nike uh, is is a partner of ours, and there's there's a merchandising piece. We have a, a, a group of our team that works on our merchandise sales, and, and Bank of America, which is our title sponsor that, that – uh, is obviously it's a financial institution, and uh, they they uh, sponsor the event, but they also use the event as as a as a vehicle to to for visibility, but also to to connect their customers and community relations. So it really is a fascinating place to work because there's so many different um, opportunities under the umbrella of the event because it, it's it's an inclusive event, and there's so many pieces that contribute to this that that. Uh, that make it work. I mean, there's, you know, if you think about our, our, our security and the, and the contracted security that we work, we work with law enforcement and different government agencies. So, but for somebody that wants to get involved in it is the best thing is to volunteer at an event, uh, and see how that works, um, or come and observe an event. I mean, that's the beauty of, of, of running events or the Chicago marathon is that it is accessible, that you can, you can participate as a volunteer. You, you know, we have a, our, our medical team last year, we had 2,000 medical volunteers. Some of those are doctors and internists and medical medical students that supported the event. But it all becomes integrated in 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 the same um, in the same way, and and it and they all complement each other. So it's you know it's a big piece of the community. Um, it's a big piece. So for somebody that says, "Hey, I want to get involved," or I'd like to. We have a race management program. We have a race director program. You can uh, contact contact us through our website and say, "Hey, I want to learn, come up and learn about how to produce events." Yeah. Uh, you can reach out to our team and um, uh, uh, Mike Nishi, who's our general manager, drives this program. We have about fifty other race directors and race organizers that come up, and there's a sharing of best best practices. And we do a walk through our medical director. Uh, if you have an existing event, he he talks about what he has planned for the for the weekend. Um, so wow. you know, get involved, go watch, volunteer. Uh, there's a lot of stuff across the country. Uh, uh, Road race management, running USA that has that has clinics and uh, conferences that really share a lot of information on how to get started. Or if you have an event that's not going where you want it to go. There's there's a lot of opportunity to learn about some marketing aspects or some success of other events. I think that's the beauty of our industry. There's so much sharing of best practices. Oh, that's great. I you know you mentioned a lot of things that I I hadn't even thought of, but the the main one that I that you touched on that I think most people would be interested in doing, of course, is just volunteering at a community race or doing charity um, work. As a matter of fact, we interviewed a few charity runners for the um, Palestine Children's Relief Fund that, that ran Chicago Marathon uh, sure. and that organized with them a few episodes ago. And they, um, their experience was probably very representative of all the, um, all the great charities that you have there in Chicago. They're just so all in and passionate about, uh, about the charity and the struggle to complete the marathon was almost... You know, it was a visceral representation of what they go through and the their cause that they're supporting. So, I, I, um, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that to you as a as a tie-in there. Oh, wonderful! A great, great, uh, great group. Um, well, Carrie, I, I, I told you I'd, I'd keep it to about a half hour here. Of course, we we no. went a little bit over. Um, we keep uh, going. We keep going if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just really appreciate, uh, your time and, uh, your, per, your personal stories. It's, uh, learned so much in this, uh, in this short time with you. Um, is, is oh, there, I, I, thanks for, thanks for having me on it. And, you know, for me, I, you know, when I reflect back, I mean, this was a, a, a real celebration year for me. Uh, this is, it doesn't seem like 30 years. I, 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 I live a charmed life. Uh, to work on an event like uh, like the Chicago Marathon and to work with uh, organizations and sponsors that that are so generous with us and the community that's so that's so generous uh, to the event um, and you know I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for individuals like Fred LeBeau at the New York Roadrunners who I met many many years ago and sharing his insight and Guy Morris from the Boston Marathon I mean there's so many people that uh, over the years that um, just really uh, had time for me. And I think that's 
for me at this point in my career is that I, you know, I, I do make time for, for the, uh, the events that are developing or the people that, that, uh, that may ask me for some, for some insight or some perspective, because there were so many people that were generous to me along the way. Um, is you got to share that. And I think that's, that's the, you know, that's the, the, consistency of the, of our world marathon majors is the fact that we we are about uh promoting the, the the sport and the activity of running and it has it's you know it's so valuable to uh it's been so valuable to so many individuals and and the youth piece and the charity piece and that's the intrinsic that's the intrinsic um beauty of it you know that you have to you really get to you get to live through that emotional piece of it I never get tired of it, and I, I I will tell you every every year, two or three weeks out. I mean, I just have this like you know this energy as it builds with the excitement, and you know we were very fortunate, and we continue to have some amazing athletes, and I, I have uh, I have orchestrated four world records, and it's been a while. <laughs> it was almost sixteen years, and you think maybe that's it, and then all of a sudden you you, you find an athlete that's is just amazing as Bridget Koskai. And all of a sudden, you have another world record. So all of a sudden, it, re- it kind of re-energizes you to start thinking about, hey, I still got it. You know, we can. <laughs> and it, to bring the the records have sat in uh, in Berlin for a while and and in London. So it's uh, uh, we're great partners. But uh, you know, uh, pulling that world record back from London was was enjoyable. A little competitive too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. I'm sure they're going to try to get it back. Uh, they're not going to sit sit back and wring their hands. I'm sure they're going to get after it. But that, that's the way we are. We're very, very competitive and and uh, very complimentary complimentary of each other. So it's good. Good for the athletes too. Yeah. Well, as as I said, Kerry, we all in the running community really appreciate it, and especially your work in starting and sharing the World Marathon Majors and sharing your expertise with all the other races uh, across the country. And those youth programs, which we didn't touch on, but Chicago and New York, all those local youth programs that have been started as a result of the marathon uh, that hosted and now has turned into this year-long event, um, is pretty incredible. I, I, I've seen firsthand how what a big impact running can have on young people. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, great talking to you, Mark. I enjoyed it. Uh, if, uh, uh, if you want to talk again sometime... Uh, let me know. Thanks, um, thanks so much, Carrie, and, and happy running and happy organizing. So hello and welcome to the program. Hello. Um, would you mind sharing a little bit about, uh, well, your title and who you are and what you do at the Marine Corps Marathon? Yes. My name is Angela Anderson. I'm the Deputy Director for Business and Marketing right now. Uh, since two years ago, I was the Deputy Director for all four branches, which was Operations, Logistics, Business and Marketing. And um, I am working for the Marine Corps Marathon Organization since 27 years. Wow. So 27 years ago, you started on this journey back when running marathons and running in general was much less popular than today. Um, and I know that you personally are um, on your own journey. Uh, you've shared with me off air, um, traveling the world with the, with the uh, marathon series of majors. Um, what, would you mind just sharing how uh, marathons have changed since then and kind of what you've seen happening over the years? Yes, of course. Uh, marathons have changed quite a bit. When I started with the Marine Corps Marathon Organization, our uh, marathon was fairly small uh, in comparison to what it is today. When I got there, it was about 11,000 runners. And, uh, of course, then the running boom exploded. We always blame it on, on Oprah, who ran <laughs> our race. And, <laughs> and yes, uh, we we say she created that uh, running boom and enticed uh, women to really uh, step up and participate in the in the sport, which was dominantly um, the race field was dominantly held by men. Once that occurred, um, we just exploded um, and we just recruited more runners from all kinds of um, 
different backgrounds, uh, goals, etc., etc. And now today we know what it is. We have over 30,000 runners. Um, at the time when I got there, we only had that one event. Uh, we had a very small expo. We didn't have a weekend experience, but we grew that since that time. And um, in 2008, we... Um, Created or we created the historic half that was our first uh, sister event, if we, if we want to call it that way. Okay. Um, in Fredericksburg, and then of course people liked what we did on the Marine Corps base, and we were asked to um, add on an event series which consists of several races on the Marine Corps base. Yeah. And this is where we are today. So now it's not just um, the Marine Corps Marathon itself, but a, a series of events throughout the year. And, you know, that was interesting, the comment that you made regarding women running, because I, I think most people, most young people growing up today, see running as much, if not more, of a, a women's sport, specifically distance running. Um, yeah, that, through the years, that, that image has changed. Exactly. And, you know, I'm... A, I'm in that same boat um when i started running many many years ago i remember and I, i'm i'm not a competitive runner please make sure you know this but um i was usually by myself uh, my father instilled running in me and you know i was out there i was a f kind of shy to sign up for races because i did see more men there than women but um once again, um, when I came, I'm also from a military family. My husband is in the air, is a retired Air Force guy. So I was all over the United States and the world and um, never gave up running. Hmm. And um, once I started my position here, I got, for better lack of words, I guess, more brave to say, I can do this. And I started signing up for races and then I the Oprah thing, and I just saw more and more women uh, coming out and actually participating, participating in those races and not huh. just doing their run on their own. And you're right, today we see, especially with the shorter distance run, a lot more women's presence than the men. Hmm. I think uh, we don't have the data completed for this year's Marine Corps Marathon, but I think it's pretty even with the ladies and the gentlemen in the race field, which is pretty nice for me to see. You know, the other point you made, I, I was wondering what year that was, that, that Oprah turning point that, that you mentioned. It was the 40th Marine Corps Marathon because she turned 40. Okay, interesting. So 15, yeah, 15 years ago. Yeah, if you can help that she comes back, that would be wonderful. We did ask her a few times, but I guess her life changed and she's just who she is, a very, very busy uh, person. Yeah, sometimes those accomplishments, you look back and you say, oh, I don't know if I could do that again. But I, I know a lot, of, a lot of runners who really get a taste of it and then keep going, uh, such as you. Um, and I, from your goals, did, did you say that you have three more, uh, marathon majors, uh, left to complete? Yes. Um, I, what I know there are six right now. I think they want to introduce a seventh and I hope I'm, I'm correct here, but yes, I was very fortunate to qualify for Boston. Um, and I participated in Boston in 2010, um, I did the Chicago Marathon, and I just finished the New York City Marathon. Oh, congratulations. Ten days ago. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I was a, a bit tired because it was a week right after the Marine Corps Marathon, which you can only imagine the operational aspect is yes. quite an endeavor. And um, it um, it's very rewarding but tiring. So I'm happy that I finished New York City, and... Uh, I'm looking forward to do the others. And of course, my main goal, whenever I can do so, is to run the Marine Corps Marathon because all these years I have not been able to do so and uh, because of work. And um, that's my ultimate goal. Yeah, I would guess that most race directors do not actually get to run their own race. 
the, no, the... there are a few that can, and I always try to find what their magic is, but <laughs> we sure cannot. <laughs> well, if if you wouldn't mind us getting off topic a little bit, I know that um, the New York Roadrunners Association is also really big on um, women running and women's running history. Um, what was the uh, what was the atmosphere like there? And I don't know what what would you tell people uh, about the whole experience. The atmosphere is amazing. I mean, I can't, I'm still on a runner's high. Um, Even though I could never get my full stride in because of the masses of the people, I didn't mind. Hmm. The spectators out there are wonderful. Um, The runners are just great. Everyone is encouraging. There's a lot of uh, great vibe out there, and you just feel like running through all these boroughs. Everybody is happy. It's a happy, happy day. And, you know, it just washes over over the race field. And, um, you know, 26.2 is not an easy endeavor, but they carried me through. Hmm. Very much an international marathon, as, as, all, the, as all the majors are. Um, what would you say, right. uh, what is the field like, the pure number of runners as compared to um, the Marine Corps Marathon? Well, it's a larger race uh, there, and of course, it has different elements. Um, I I can't speak for the New York City Roadrunners Club how they select their runners, but I do know that they work a lot with travel agencies. It's very restricted who can run and who cannot. They're a lot. Of, they have a lottery. I, for myself, tried three times to get in, and I couldn't. Um, it it's it just has a larger feel. Now, our our race has a lottery as well, but there are different means for our runners to get into the marathon. Hmm. I always say when someone is not selected by the lottery, not to give up because there are many ways to get in. We have a, a very robust charity program. We have a transfer program where one runner can transfer to another if they cannot run, so that's a way to get in. Hmm. We do have some travel agencies that uh, participate, and we have guaranteed entries for our runners club members. Oh, interesting! And that is, mm-hmm, it's a pr- pretty neat program. It's if a marathon runner running our Marine Corps Marathon five times, they get included in the runners club, and they get a guarantee entry where they can sign up in a specific time frame, and you know they are in. I also, and so I think I think that's unique to some of the other races that are out there. Yeah, and I also think uh, I, I've seen or heard um, Rick uh, Nielis, the the um, the race director, talk about um, the seventeen point seven five uh, historic yeah. run, and then the other the the um, historic yeah. half uh, combo, where if you run those, you can get into um, you know running the fifty k or the full marathon. Yes, I I just wanted to touch on that. And uh, 1775K is around for a few years. Uh, We take a select number. It's a very fast registration. Matter of fact, uh, this past February, I think when we had uh, registration, we closed it in one hour. It was amazing. I mean, fast. We never expected it that fast, (laughs) but uh, it closed. And so... Even that race field, you see runners coming from all over the world. We had, uh, matter of fact, this past time, we have a French runner that's coming over for the last two or three years. He's flying in from France just to do the race. There are all states uh, represented. And um, so it's it's a, a race in March, cold. It's a very challenging course, which fits in with the Marine Corps theme mm-hmm. and uh, they come from all over the place just to get that guaranteed entry now for um, the 45th anniversary just as you mentioned uh, Rick's, Rick uh, shared with you is December 5 challenge it's something new we came up with and um, that program opened recently and we have over 3,000 people signed up already for uh, that December 5 challenge, and that contains of a 
entry into the historic half in May in Fredericksburg, and then also an entry for the Marine Corps Marathon in October. Oh, that's great. That's That would be a nice combination, mm-hmm. especially for individuals who are able to travel or it's not too far for them to do both. Um, right. And, you know, everybody wants the bling, so they get a, a Prince Janalis laughing. So they get a, a, a finishes medal for the historic half, a finishes medal for the Marine Corps Marathon, which will be amazing next year. And then they also get that cha- that challenge medal at the end. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed a lot of races are have kind of taken to heart the idea of combining several runs in the form of a challenge, and it's been popular because I think it gives people an even, you know, an even bigger challenge. And of course, they get more medals. But um, it's it's a way to kind of expand the amount of racing or running that they can do at an event. Yeah, and I also think we as race directors need to be very creative today because there's so many races out there. Hmm. And, you know, um, today the runner is not like 20 years ago where, where they do the same thing over and over. They want a variety of things. Hmm. And, you know, so we have to offer different ideas, different uh, incentives, for these runners to come back. And I think we are doing pretty well with that. Sure. And I, I think you're right. A, a lot of people and things we've covered on our podcast in particular is travel and expo- running as a means of exploration and kind of seeing new places, getting new experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, the Marine Corps Marathon is somewhat unique in that um, it offers individuals a chance to connect with, um, you know, national treasures and also um, armed service people and and pay pay um, pay honor to them in in some different ways. There are many different ways to do that, but it also doesn't have a um, uh, prize money like like a lot of these big marathons do. So when you're running it, right. you know if you're there and you're a really fast or good runner, you're running it because you want to be a part of the um, Marine Corps marathon experience rather than win money. Correct. Yeah, we are known as the People's Marathon, so I always say the pressure is not there for the average runner uh, to have to qualify for our event, which many races do, and um, you know, we are not so much hung up on time and performance, so it's known also as a first-time marathon race, hmm. and we, we really uh, work very hard to make those first-time runners feel welcomed not to, you know, get the anxiety level down and make sure they have a wonderful experience. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. A matter of fact, uh, two episodes ago, we, um, we brought together first-timers, three first-timers for the Marine Corps Marathon, uh, first-time 50K, a first-time uh, ever marathon, and a first-time, um, you know, running uh, to reach the podium uh, also a first-time marathoner, but um, running for someone else. So that was really oh, neat. Um, that and is neat. I, you know, the other thing I wanted to touch with, if you don't mind, Angela, is talking a little bit about um, kind of your running origins and how you got into into running, uh, being originally from Germany, and um, what that has meant to, meant to you over the years. Yeah, so... Um... In Germany, my father was pretty much into exercising, and he always said he has to take us children away from our mother so we don't drive her crazy. So <laughs> he uh, he would take us outside. I was early on exposed to running. I just always liked it. Um, I continued through my um, my my years um, as a young mother. Even I kept running, and you know. To me, it's an, a very rewarding sport. A, you don't really need to spend a lot of money. All you need is running shoes, right, and and, and go outside and run rain or shine. It, it, for me, as a professional, uh, it clears my head. Um, it's a lifestyle to me, and I, I never can imagine not running. Um, I do it almost every day. Um, I'm fortunate that I'm on a Marine Corps base here in Quantico, and they have beautiful trails out there. It's just part of my life, and I can't, uh, can't, I can't see it any other way. Hmm. 
Now, you have your sights on returning to Germany for the uh, Berlin Marathon uh, this coming yes. year. Um, what, what are some of the things that, um, that are driving you towards that or that you're expecting uh, going to London and Berlin this coming year? Well, it's, they, both of them are part of the majors, and um, I'm also one of those that like the destination uh, races. So it's kind of neat to go to London and Berlin, but especially Berlin because it's my my home country. Um, I would, if I get selected in the lottery, I run the race, and then of course, all my family is over there, so they would be able to cheer me on, and then I can combine it with a, a short vacation to see my parents. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, the last question or the last couple of questions I wanted to touch on were about the challenges of race organizing. And I, I know it's very fresh in your mind because I was there a few weekends ago. Um, what, what would you say are the most challenging aspects or the things that people don't consider that go into, uh, to planning a major marathon? Well, the most challenging things is, uh, of course, the organization and then uh, to get all the stakeholders on board with the message that we try to portray and to get all the different, um, you know, today after Boston, uh, law enforcement and um, all the other pieces that fall into protecting our runners and spectators have a high impact with what we do. Hmm. And we are very fortunate uh, in the area we live on. They are on board. We are in the nation's capital. And, you know, people are very prepared for any kind of um, security issue that might be out there. So security is always on top of our minds. Um but we want to handle it so that the average runner doesn't even know what's going on. Hmm. Um, but that's that's a major operational piece. And then, of course, you know, it's always the roads, uh, making sure that everything is in order. Um, you never know if there's a construction popping up last hmm. minute and we have to divert the course or we have to look at things on the fly and get them done on time. And, uh, but the main thing for us is to keep our runners and spectators and, of course, race organizers and what have you safe. Yeah, the incredible amount of volunteers uh, help with that. I, yeah. I, I, I don't of know course. how many thousand volunteers you had, but it, it was like every, every few feet there was another group of volunteers <laughs> helping and assisting. Do you, do you know the approximate number? It's close. Four thousand. If we add all of them in, um, of course, that's marines, sailors, and civilian volunteers. And then we have. We are very fortunate. We have a bunch of key volunteers, as we call them. That's people that fly in from all over on their own dime hmm. to come in and take on a major role that we we uh, cannot handle, and that we need to entrust in someone that knows what they are doing. So. I consider myself very fortunate to have that, that force out there from Marine Corps, Navy, and uh, our civilian participants. And not, not to forget all the law enforcement that's out there and the EMS, the medical providers that we have to rely on. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I I too I would I would agree with that assessment as a partial impartial observer. I would say I, I've ran marathons all over the world, and uh, it was oh. incredibly organized, and people were incredibly helpful, and of course never better mannered than um, our service members who were there uh, volunteering. Uh, they were from the first day, you know, the kids races all the way to the to the end and the expo and um it was very well organized so i'm i'm definitely uh grateful for that and for um for all of their all of their volunteer hours yeah i have to emphasize that that is very true i mean our marines and sailors are extremely helpful polite and you know the thing is i have to say these ladies love when they come through the finish line and this young strapping lieutenant puts the medal <laughs> over <laughs> their heads onto their necks and they hug them and, you know, we pictures taken. It is amazing. They are very awesome people. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but um, 
eyes focused on the future. Any uh, any predictions or exciting things uh, around the corner for uh, for MCM? Well, we have this upcoming year a new finishers medal, which actually features the actual volcanic ash, uh, which is often referred to as the black sand from the island of Iwo Shima. Oh, um, interesting. Um, Huh. commemorate the 45th anniversary hmm. and then uh, what we also did this year is for the 45th is to reduce the fee by 4.5% for the marathon entry. I think that's the only fee reduction I've heard of recently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's we always great. Try, to be, try to be trailblazers. Yeah, sticking with that people's marathon theme, I I definitely appreciate that, and um, right, certainly joyful to be a part of and to cover um, the entire weekend. So thank you for your work and um, best wishes in accomplishing the majors this year and being in London and Germany. And um, I look forward to uh, to hearing more from you and hearing how those hearing how those marathons went. Would love to, but uh, Mark, if I can, please. Uh, give you the correct year when Oprah ran our race. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was 1994. 94, wow, it, which mm-hmm. is amazingly over 20 years ago now. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but she's still alive, trust me. She's oh, yeah. on the wall and she's our story for the running boom. That's great. Yeah, the running boom and also, uh, as you mentioned, hopefully bringing um, more and more women, more women. into long-distance mm-hmm. running. Um, awesome. Exactly. Well, I'm here from here from Tampa and Run Tampa. I can tell you beyond a doubt that um, that women are the majority of our of our running club and distance runners. And um, I, I was grateful to grow up. My mom was a, a running coach as well and a, a competitive distance mm-hmm. runner. So I was part of that boom. <laughs> yeah, you got the running bug from mom, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we're, I'm grateful to, uh, to be a part of the running community. It's such a great community. And um, thank you for, for all that you guys do to, to help that out. Thank you. All right. And happy running. And thanks to all of you for joining us today. What an amazing program. Hearing from race directors, people who are motivated, giving back and learning from the running community. Well, if you have a way that you'd like to give back or to hear about on the podcast, just share with us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a message on Facebook, on Instagram. Go to our website. Check out everything that we're doing. Look forward to hearing about your corner of running culture and to sharing it with others. Thanks again. And until next time, happy running.